0: Dear friends, in Christ Jesus, I extend you all a very warm, joyful welcome to you to this Eucharistic celebration on fifth Sunday in Lenten season. There was a Protestant once moved into Catholic neighborhood on one particular Friday during Lent he decided to barbecue some steaks. The aroma of the steaks was too much for the Catholic neighbors. So one of them decided to get him to stop grilling steaks by converting him to a Catholic. The Protestant agreed and went to the church with a Catholic to be converted. The priest sprinkled holy water on the Protestant and proclaimed, you were born a Protestant, you were raised a Protestant, but now you are a Catholic. And the priest also explained that the Catholics were not allowed to eat meat on Fridays during Lent. The next Friday, the new Catholic was grilling steaks again and making the neighbors drool again. The neighbors looked over the fence and saw the new Catholic pouring ketchup on a steak, proclaiming, You were born a cow, you were raised a cow, but now you are a fish. <laughs> Dear friends in Christ Jesus, I thought we needed a light-hearted story during this Lent week because today's readings are a little heavier. During these Sundays in Lent, we spend time looking at some of the most memorable events and characters of the Bible. We have looked at Nicodemus, the women of Samaria, The Man Born Blind. This week we look at one of the most known stories of the entire Bible, the story of the raising of Lazarus. The scripture from the book of John, chapter 11, is a long one. We listen to it. Let us look at some four important lessons from the Lazarus story and how this is applicable to our life and our future resurrection. The first lesson is this. The delay of deliverance is not the denial of deliverance. We notice something unusual in the first part of the Gospel. Mary, Martha, the sisters of Lazarus sent word to Jesus that Lazarus was sick. Evidently, his illness was something serious. No doubt, the sisters believed that Jesus heard the news of their brother's illness. He would immediately come to their aid and possibly heal Lazarus. They were making a cry for deliverance and removal of illness. When a loved one is sick, we send the news in the hope that someone who is capable of save the person will come to help us the natural reaction when when we hear the relatives our dear friends when they are sick and we immediately take action we immediately go to attend their needs and in the same way we expect jesus to come immediately to assist his friends mary martha and lazarus but jesus does just the opposite One of the most amazing verses in the Bible is verse 6, which says when Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick, he spent two days longer in the same place where he was. Imagine that. Jesus deliberately waited for two more days before he went to Bethany, before he went to help Mary Martha Lazarus. God always has our best interest at his heart. But he acts according to according to his own agenda and timetable. Not on our own, not ours. Jesus has a purpose in waiting to come to Bethany. In the story we say, why Jesus delayed his coming. And most of the time in our lives When Jesus seems to delay his coming to our rescue, we do not know the reason for the delay, but we get impatient and we wonder why God does not do something about our situation. Remember from the story of Lazarus, the delay doesn't mean denial. God decides when to make a move on our behalf. He always shows up at the right time and the second lesson from Lazarus is this the display of disconsolation is not despair of disconsolation the shortest verse in the bible says jesus wept this is this may not be the not only the shortest verse in the bible It may be the greatest words in the Bible. Jesus wept. Jesus displays sorrow. I believe Jesus shed real tears and experienced real sorrow. He knows and he understands what each of us are going through. Jesus weep when I weep. He does not stand detached from human experience. He does not stand detached, separated from human feelings. He knows our troubles. He knows our sorrow. He knows the pain of our loss. He knows the pain of our beloved ones. He understands, he cares, and he weeps with us. Jesus knows all about our trouble. He has been where we are. He has experienced what we experience He suffered as we suffer. He was bruised as we are bruised. He was hurt as we are hurt. He was weary as we are weary. He was forsaken as we are forsaken. He was ridiculed as we are ridiculed. He wept as we weep. Jesus wept. The display of disconsolation is not the despair of disconsolation. St. Paul says, we weep and grieve, but not as those who have no hope. Someone have asked, why did Jesus weep when he knew that in a few minutes he would raise Lazarus from the grave? Jesus knew what was going to happen. His display of grief was not despair of grief. It's natural to grieve when sad events are hitting us and our sadness does not mean we are in despair. And this is what Jesus so shows by weeping. By and now we come to the next lesson. The next lesson is this, the dread of death is not the destiny of death. We cannot deny the dread of death None of us who are well and fairly satisfied with our lives wants to die. There is something within us that wants to keep on surviving and living, no matter how bad things are. And lesson in the story, Lazarus' story, is that death does not have the final word. Martha told Jesus that if you had been here her brother would not have died. And Jesus said, your brother will rise again, shall rise again. She replied, I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the lost day. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, although he may die, sh- shall live. And he who believes in me shall never die. Jesus is the resurrection and life. Do we get the importance of what Jesus is saying here? The dead shall live and the living shall never die. The destiny of death is defeated. The raising of Lazarus would be a forerunner of our real resurrection. In fact, the, uh, the Lazarus, raising Lazarus was not a real resurrection because Lazarus died the second time. And he was raised to mortal life, but he would die again. But the real resurrection came on Easter Sunday morning, when Jesus rose from the dead to die no more. The resurrection of Jesus is even a preview or a dry run of our own resurrection. Our resurrection will be like a resurrection of Jesus' one. Lazarus was raised to mortal life, which would end again, But we all will be raised just like Jesus resurrected from the dead, which will last forever for eternity. And the story of Lazarus has one more beautiful lesson for us. And the final lesson is this. The deadness of your day is not God's desire for for your day. There is always promise of resurrection in our individual life. Jesus wants us to come alive right now, here and now. Jesus wants us to experience resurrection here on earth. There are situations in our lives which need reviving and resurrection. We experience death in our lives in so many ways. Our hopes can die, our joys can die, our loves can die, our peace can die... Our aspiration can die and we can be overcome by a bad day which can be deadly, as deadly as death, it le- death itself. But Jesus is the resurrection for all the death places in our lives. Jesus calls us to come out of those situations which have bound us in defeat. The deathness of your day is not God's desire for your day. My dear friends, Jesus is the resurrection and life. And those who believe in him will never die. As we come closer to Jesus' passion, a week away from Holy Week, we will hear about Jesus' passion, suffering, crucifixion, death on the cross. We need to remember that Jesus is life and resurrection. He will rise from the dead... And he will also raise, raise every believer from death as he did with Lazarus from his death. Until then, we need to remember those beautiful lessons from the story of Lazarus. The delay of deliverance is not the denial of deliverance. The display of disconsolation is not despair of disconsolation. The tread of death is not the destiny of death. The deadness of your day it's not God's desire for your day. Amen.